This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Scotty, ready? Oh, Curdy B, I am so ready to laugh and laugh and laugh. We have a very special episode today. We really do. Here mm. it is. Spanish woman emerges after spending 500 days living alone in a cave. All right. It's time to wake up and smell a brand new episode of Bananas. Guys, gals, non-binary pals, welcome to Bananas. Sitting across from me is award-winning screenwriter, best screenwriter uh, ever lived, according to Screenwriters Magazine, Scotty Landis. That is absolutely all factually true, and across from me is my BFF, Kurt, Curdy B. Brownoller. What's up, man? How are you? Are you standing? It looks like you're at your standing desk. I'm at my standing desk. I'm doing good. Uh, I'm going to plug Scotty to everybody go Memorial Day weekend and go see his movie, The Machine. Yes, uh, please. It's, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's going to be very, very funny. Plus, the Writers Guild's after- probably on strike when this comes out. <laughs> exactly. So support me in your own way by knowing I'm not going to get paid for months and months and months. Go see The Machine. <laughs> Theaters around the world May 29th. And come, come, and then come immediately. Mm-hmm. Immediately come mm-hmm. see me in D.C. June mm-hmm. 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. At Comedy Draft House. It's uh, still I'm the so nation's excited, capital. Scotty. Yes. I'm so excited about our guest today. New York friends. Old school New friends. New York friends. Old school friends. They're, they're, they're actors. They're writers. Mm. Comedians. Mm. They're producers. Wow. They have a new podcast. Tell me about it. comes out June 13th. That's coming up. That is not last week. From iHeartMoney. <laughs> I mean... From My Heart, Heart Radio and Big Money Players uh, called Born to Love. And I just did it, and it's delightful. Wonderful. Folks, please welcome to the show Scott Eckert and Ellie Kemper. Yes. Hi, guys. <laughs> hello, hello. Thanks for having Hi, us. Thank you for having us, Kurt and Scotty. Thank you so much. We have known you guys for a very, very long time. It's been at least... 15 years for me. It's been over a decade for all of us. Mm-hmm. Some <laughs> some border verging on two decades. Mm-hmm. Double decade. I think double decade. I I definitely think I knew you guys in 2003. You did. You don't you oh, yeah, you yeah. did. So that's two decades. That's two solid years. After depending 9/11. on when you're I mean two two solid decades after 9/11. <laughs> mm-hmm. And depending on when you're listening to this, it might have been 30 years ago. <laughs> True. Oh, that's, that's terrifying. That's yeah, I never even. Scary. I always think of podcasts as 
immediately disposable. <laughs> but the fact that they do simply live forever. <laughs> there's someone there's someone a hundred years from now who's doing their PhD thesis on bananas. And they're in, it's like an old musty library. The machines have taken over and mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. hearing these words. So in that case it'd be hundred and twenty years ago. Yeah, he has to like stand <laughs> near a machine and it just goes into his implants and he just like hears it. All yep. in 15 seconds, like 40, 40 episodes. Yep. <laughs> I had a thought this morning. I read an article and it was like, Tubi is hitting the hearts of TV streaming watchers or something. And I was like, okay. And then I had the thought, like, how many years away do you think we are from podcasts with videos having a channel on television or on oh, streaming? A year. Right? A year. Oh, yeah. yeah. If not already, is that happening? Because doesn't that seem inevitable? Yeah, YouTube sort of has it, I think, now. YouTube OnlyFans and, like, Twitch or whatever, they people do do it on there. But I do feel like there will be a platform that will be, like, Podform. And it'll be people get paid. And then, essentially, we're making chat shows that are podcasts <laughs> for television. And it'll just I just think it's coming. It's just the evolution of radio again. Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, speaking of Tubi, uh, like I didn't even know. Uh, I don't know. Like a couple months ago, I didn't know, or a year ago, I didn't know what Tubi was. And then Olive was like, "Well, we can watch it on Tubi." And I was like, "Who are you? What's going on? You're five years old. Yeah. What There's is no Tubi? Stuff. What? Yeah. How do you know about it?" Oh, that that messes me up. Like, how yeah. do they know? And on certain things, and not even technology, but on other subjects too. Like, my six year old knows more about the like. Well, Scott, this one surprise you. He knows more about U.S. presidents than I do. I think because like they they had a little special I'm not on surprised. it in his first. <laughs> Told you, called it, called it. He wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, but also yeah, the thing of the, they know how to use our phones. They it's all intuitive, but it's like they know, and that's just we're old guys. Everyone here is old. That's I great. think that so, well, what's upsetting? Uh, I think it's more upsetting than not knowing is knowing exactly where they learned it. So like my kids have real strong opinions about T-Mobile's coverage. <laughs> like if we spill something, they're like, "You better use the quicker picker upper," and it's like, "Oh shit!" I'm like a bad parent. They're watching too much television, <laughs> but they're watching it with commercials. That's nice. So they're watching like. You know, now watching with commercials is better. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) Oh, it's definitely there are sensors in place. Yeah, (laughs) that's really that's cute, Scott. Unfortunately, your little story was cute and not at all embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) You're a good parent. That's the real takeaway. Great. That was it. That was the takeaway I got. Thanks. That's exactly right. Thank you. Well, it's a delight to see you both. Do you guys want to hear about a woman who uh, spent 500 days in a cave? I, I do. Envious. I so do. envious. This is fascinating. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by this. Here it is. This was uh, sent in by Alyssa Rankin. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you, Alyssa. It was sent in by a lot of bananimals, but I appreciate Alyssa's the first place I saw it. This was on the in The Guardian. Um, written by a lot of people say uh, they are the best in the biz. Sam Jones, thank mm. you, Sam. He's Sam is in. Good. He's in Madrid. Oh. You can follow Sam at Swa Jones. I've heard of that. Uh, <laughs> After spending 500 days alone in a dark cave, 70 meters below the Earth's surface, assailed by a plague of flies and the odd tantalizing vision of roast chicken, most people would be craving a wash and some company. But after emerging from her subterranean lair in southern Spain, a little after 9 a.m. on Friday and having a quick checkup with a doctor and a psychologist, Beatrice Flamini 
was treated mm. instead to a 50-minute press conference in which she endeavored to explain the almost inexplicable. Quote, right. I was expecting to come out and have a shower, she told the room full of reporters. Quote, I wasn't expecting there to be so much interest. Oh, bullshit. That was one of Flamini's rare miscalculations. On Saturday, on Saturday 20, November 2021, why do you do it this way? We're the only ones that don't. I think we (laughs) need to make the adjustment. (laughs) On November 20th of 2021, three months before Russia invaded Ukraine, the elite sportswoman and extreme mountaineer entered her Stygian lodgings in the cave outside Granada, determined to learn more about how the human mind and body can deal with extreme solitude and deprivation, monitored by a team of scientists from the universities, Almeria, uh, Granada and Mauricia, who kept in—I don't like know why I'm this. saying it with an Italian accent—who mm-hmm. came in touch, who kept in touch through a special limited messaging technology. The 50-year-old athlete from Madrid is now thought to have broken the world record for the longest time a person has spent alone in a cave. That's definitely not the most true. Sp- specific. <laughs> There are cave people right now. There are cave people. 100%. But maybe they leave the cave. They leave the cave. Right, you right, know, right. no one's constantly bringing them food. Uh, Flamini uh-huh. told the media that she had lost track of time after day 65. What? Don't buy that Aunt- for a second. <laughs> that, she, that she kept track that long, yeah, you mean? There's no way she kept track for 65 no. days. No. I'm calling bullshit. So far, everything else is on the up and up. But that yeah. is bullshit. <laughs> Uh, she says she gets on very well with herself. That's why she was able to do it. Bet, huh? um, she said she talked to herself, but never out loud. Uh, after all the silence of the cave, quote, it wasn't my house, had to be respected. Okay. Uh, the key, she added, was consistency. For me, at least, as an elite extreme sportswoman, the most important thing is being clear and consistent about what you think and what you feel and what you say. It's true that days. there were some difficult moments, wow. but there were also some very beautiful moments. And I, and I had both as I lived up to my commitment of living in a cave for 500 days. Uh, yeah, she's just like, she's cooking, she's drawing, she's, uh, you know, always paying attention. She, she said she had to be very present, otherwise she would, like, twist her ankle or get hurt. Um, she stayed fit. She plowed through 60 books. She used two cameras to chronicle her experience for a forthcoming documentary, the most boring documentary that's ever been made, yeah. people are saying already. Yeah. <laughs> Lady uh, in the Hole. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, someone asked her, so she wanted to go back in. She loved it so much. She just loved being in that cave. Let her. They asked if there was, a, if there, she ever thought of a time she wanted to leave. Flamini thought for a moment and then remembered one particular insect incursion. The flies, the flies, the flies, she said. Wow. There was an invasion of flies. They came in and they laid their larvae, and I didn't control it, and so I suddenly ended up enveloped by flies. It wasn't that complicated, but it wasn't healthy. But that's just what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she didn't expect, like, she literally fell asleep. She was, like, sleeping when they came to get her, so she wasn't, like, eagerly anticipating. Well, she lost track of time, like Kurt. Big exactly. <laughs> after sixty five well, after sixty five days. days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that means five hundred days. I cannot even imagine that. No. Do we have a photo of her? Did she like do you I mean you I yeah. know this isn't a I mean we're format, imagining but... a troll person, right? Everyone right yes. now is imagining a troll person. <laughs> and I'm sure we're not wrong. Yeah. I don't, I, 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 She's cleaner I than feel... you think. Yeah, she just looks like a, like an extreme sportswoman. 
I love As that she, your extreme sport is just sitting in a cave. Well, that's the thing. And she kept mentioning, oh, I'm an extreme sport. Oh, I'm extreme. I mean, we get that she's an athlete. Okay, why am I angry with her? Yeah. But I find myself furious. I'm just, I'm, I'm a, I am shocked. Because I, I spent, I don't know, 27 days in the woods by myself. And I lost my mind. When did that's you do that? That's a long so time, lonely. It when was a long time. Yeah, I did it when this I was 22. Is her. No, that's, that's her coming is. out? Yeah, she's yeah. so happy. Uh, okay, but I'm so confused. I mean, cause, because because what I want to know is who was who was providing her food? Yeah. The uh, researchers. Uh, the so all these scientists. No, they're the real they're the real monsters in this story. <laughs> I well, think. but so she <laughs> had she's, she's, a, she's a crazy lady, likes doing extreme things. They convince her to put herself in a cave for five hundred days, and then what do they do? They watch her? They like mm. measure yeah. her poops? Like I don't yeah. I don't like those those people are sick. Okay, <laughs> also wait. she was told she told everybody before she went in, she was like, I am not to be informed of anything. Even if a family member dies, I will right. do not want to be informed of it. Right. Okay. And uh, I was like, that that blew my mind, where it was just like so then her whole family was just like, So you're cool, like you just want to stay in your cave <laughs> if I need you or something. You're gonna stay in your cave? Yeah. I I I despise this woman. I think that <laughs> she is. Her. I, I, she's. This is one of the most selfish acts I think I've mm-hmm. ever heard of this week. Anyway, because <laughs> this woman. Well, let's get this straight. She went mm-hmm. into a cave where yes. scientists were provide. I mean. It, I don't want to say like it was meal delivery, but all of her food was brought <laughs> was to her. Fresh. I know she had to cook. It's Hello Fresh. Mm-hmm. All she's doing Thank is preparing Thank you for the sponsorship. It. Thank you, HelloFresh. Love you. I don't know how she was bathing. It's true. She doesn't want to be informed of anything that might burden her. I mean, this, like, yeah, I'll sign up. I mean, like, this is not... Why, are we? But Ellie, it's what, not a man cave. Mo- it's not. It's like a. It's Scott, an actual. <laughs> Scott, you saw her. You just. She looks. She looks vibrant. She's glowing. Like she's never she been happier. It. She loved it. She, she wants to go loved back. It. She wants to go back. Go she was alone. She had books. I didn't know she had bo- yeah, I like was a a books. I was. Yeah, she had light to read. So and, wait, uh, like, Ellie, what? your concern with this woman is that it, she wasn't hardcore enough? That's exactly right, <laughs> Scott. Right. That's exactly right. right. This is a cool, it's a, I did not expect that take. Oh, I, that, it's a cool, guys, maybe it's where I am in my life, but to go into a cave for 500 days, okay, yes. That's called envious. being a parent. That's called I'm, being a parent. That's called being a parent. <laughs> and you're in, like, I, I was, Scott, yeah, I know. For some reason, you're still thinking what she did was hard. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> she's Dude, a, what, am I wrong? She's a freeloader, right? She's a freeloader, having people bringing her snacks. Doesn't have Living to clean up cave after system. herself. Like an Airbnb. Yeah, she has no responsibilities. She has none. So anyway, <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Is this not where? Where? Where do you stand? Uh, my feeling is this. Think about those flies and what they were experiencing. They're flying through a cave having a great time together. They come around a corner deep in the middle of the earth where there's supposed to be no human beings, and there she is (laughs) just working out and scaring the shit out of them. They must have had the worst day of their fly life, and to her, she's like, it was horrible. Those guys, they saw a monster, a subterranean ghoul. Yep, yep. (laughs) So I'm team flies on this. I'm on the fly side. Have you guys seen the show Alone? 
Love it. Yes. I got that show's into it, fantastic. Actually. This sounds mm-hmm. like a more hardcore version of that show. What's and alone? They send people out in the middle of the woods and they're completely isolated and they just record themselves trying to survive. So they have to hunt and, and they all end up starving. And then <laughs> it's basically like who can starve the longest contest. Yes. Right. Correct. But what ends yeah. up driving, what I love about it is that is exists. I imagine it didn't, it didn't happen for this woman, but, but, but what ends up breaking all of them is not the starvation. It's the fact no. that they're alone. You witness them slowly oh, go mad. Okay, I forgot about that. Yes. And they're, they they're videotaping themselves. Yeah, they, well, they, don't, mm-hmm. they talk to the camera. The, ca- the camera mm-hmm. is their Wilson. So you see people right. at their <laughs> most bare. Uh, it's yeah. fantastic. And that's only 100 days. Like the, the most anyone's made it, I think, is 108 days on that show. And this was five... Hundred days, uh, 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 but also she wasn't starving, so she was right. That's she had the books. thing. She had books and food delivered to her. Yeah, if she, she had food delivered. Yeah, squeeze food out of rocks. That's that's a different story. Right. But I do. Yes. Go Sorry, ahead, Scotty. Abby. No, I what, do. Well, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> you are a guest. I would love for you to. Go. I was just going to say that I think I'm underestimating the toll. That loneliness would take. So yes, touche, as they say, mm-hmm. touche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I acknowledge that that was be a hardship in some way. Yeah. Scotty, Don't you dare walk back your perspective. <laughs> you I keep it, Ellie. This woman yes. is a crook and a thief. <laughs> she used our tax dollars. Oh wait a minute, this is in Spain. Tax she loved it. I, I remember watching Castaway the first time, and until he had to knock his like bad tooth out, I was like, this guy struck gold. This is the dream. 100%. You, yep. I was like, Tom Hanks, you lucky SOB. And then when his tooth started to hurt, I'm like, yeah, that would be terrible. Now I understand yeah. why this would be so bad. Yep. Anyways, yep. here's one that's... We don't normally do these, but sometimes these pop mm-hmm. up. And we were sent this by Mo, uh, Monique Laborde, which is a great name. Thank you, Monique Laborde. Um, this is a Craigslist post. You three are performers. You three are actors. I, you know, times are tough out there. So I just wanted to read you this Craigslist ad that was sent to Bananas. Party actors, fifty dollars each for one hour in Eagle Rock. Okay, guys. Party get ready. actors. All right. All right. Here's the ad. Seeking several actors for a party. This is a 40th birthday party, and there will be a lot of fun and cool people. No dogs or kids. Already, here we go. Hoping you can join somewhere between 4 and 8 p.m. just for one hour. It will be in our backyard. See the image below. Normal looking backyard. The roles will be very simple. (laughs) Here are some basic guidelines, but feel free to invent your own role. The roles are very simple. Uh, Number one, an old man in pajamas. (laughs) He walks around the party (laughs) sipping coffee or name your drink and has to look grumpy and confused. If a party guest engages with him in conversation, he has to go on a rant. The rant can be about anything he wants. He rants until the guests walk away or until the rant turns into a mumble and then he just walks away looking grumpy again. He responds to questions with more ranting from his soapbox. $50 for an hour. (laughs) Businessman in a suit. Number two. Uh, Yes. That's what they wear. Yeah. He walks around the party checking his watch and phone all the time. (laughs) (laughs) There's part of me that just wants to do any of these things just to see yeah. who's writing this ad. He yeah. looks like he's waiting yeah. for a train or looking for a cab. 
If party guests engage him in conversation, he should try to speak in Japanese. Now that is those strangest <laughs> details. <laughs> but he doesn't need to be Japanese. Like uh, he doesn't need to. He responds to questions in Japanese and can be saying anything. Note: none of the attendees will be able to speak Japanese. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So All right. Much. That's a lot of. We're bordering that, okay. in racism here. Yeah, we're. we're I don't know if we're border. I think we're in it. I mean, we're in I mean, it. the ask is to speak. To, to do an impression of the language <laughs> Unless you could yeah, that like no one fake there Japanese. speaks. Okay. Fake Japanese. All right. So yeah. okay. Jap- All the right. Asian businessman in, in TV stuff stereotype isn't funny. Go Norwegian. Way funnier businessman. Uh, three. A boxer prepping for a big fight. <laughs> Ellie, that could be you. Guys, interest <laughs> peaked. <laughs> Jump rope. Maybe do a few curls and shadow box. Uh, he is wearing box uh, boxing shorts and warm-up suit with gloves. If a party guest engages him in conversation, he has to speak about the upcoming fight. He responds to questions with statements about how hard he's been training and the guy who he is going to destroy. Uh, so this, this is great. And it goes on for six more, but I'll read the two more. <gasps> There's six more of them? Oh yeah, there. and then the, the, the last one is, when is what other is the date ideas. For this? Is it still coming up? I think is it still it's coming May up? Can this 15th. party still be attended? I think oh. it's May 15th. Kurt, Scotty, and Scott. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Yep, okay. yep. Here's one that if you live in Los Angeles, there probably will already be a party guest doing this. A woman who sits in a chair and knits. She sits in a chair and quietly knits. She doesn't walk around the party at all. She just sits there and knits. If a party guest engages her in conversation, <laughs> she only talks about knitting. She responds to all the questions with answers about how to knit, how she learned how to knit, and what she is currently knitting. Number five, the Grim Reaper, Kurt. He walks around the party and points at people randomly, not allowed to speak. I would do that for fifty dollars. It's very silly. I kind of want to do this, Scotty, but like I'll find the guy. We I'll do should, it with you. We should do this, but also it sh- we should like we should play up like what he's gonna get from a Craigslist ad like this, like just well, that's, straight up lunatic. Well, that's just, what I'm. We I, should I, just ha, be ha, straight up lunatics yep. at the party. Because how are they vetting these actors? <laughs> or I don't. Do we call them actors, guys? I'm upset again. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. These Ellie's news items are destroying me. I'm having a day of it. <laughs> I'm in the cave. I'm out of the cave. I'm at the Eagle Rock party. Is that where it was? I want to go to this party. Also, of how many? How much go. money is this? Is this five five hundred dollars they're spending? No, no. no. Well, yeah, oh, potentially oh. five hundred dollars. And then number six is other ideas where I thought we could come in. I'm happy to hear your <laughs> oh, ideas. Okay. Let me know if you have a good one and a costume to go with it. We will be available on Saturday afternoon to discuss. If you have any ideas oh. that sound like a fun way to spend an hour, make some easy money. Send us a note. Thanks. I love this. It. Is, so, this oh, is oh, totally so the limit bananas. is an hour. Mm-hmm. It, One it hour. is it is bananas, but it sounds like an amazing party. I want to go I, to the I party. Disagree. party. I want to I want to be in it. <laughs> I want to I want to be an attendee. Like I want to yes. have a role. I also want to just see what happens. I But do, all all of the characters are there at the same for the same hour, right? Yes. Yeah. The um Oh, maybe not. Maybe the no, maybe they're like scheduled at different times. No, it says between four and eight p.m. for just an hour or so in our backyard. Oh, okay, so yeah, so they are sca- They're scattered. They're throughout scattered the throughout. Um, it's like an improvised sleep I don't no know. more, but in someone's mm-hmm. backyard, right? right? <laughs> it reminds me, honestly. It reminds me of that. 
there's a uh, I think you should leave sketch where there's a, an impersonator walking around the party and he keeps slapping people and then he's like the guy's there he's like he's like he's allowed to hit people he's allowed to hit you didn't pay enough he's allowed to hit people and he's just walking around just smacking random people <laughs> It makes me laugh so hard. I am so concerned about the guests getting drunk and harassing the characters. Yes. I'm 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 concerned about mm-hmm. yes. the, but you're listing that. reasons that it would be a fun party to go to. Oh well also that's true. true. <laughs> also true. Also true. Yeah. I mean, as long as everyone is safe, I yes. guess uh, but to me, as a guest, I don't know how entertaining that sounds. There is a level of exploitation that is not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's just it. But they're paying. Right? But they well, are they're paying. paying. They're, mm-hmm. You and enter it's 50 into bucks it. An hour. Is it different than being a clown or a magician or a, or a juggler or something at a <laughs> Correct. Car? You know, it's kind of a. I think it is. It depends work. on how cool the people are at the party. Well, they've been. We've been told that they're very cool, right? <laughs> Extremely cool people. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, a fortieth birthday party. Uh, there will be a lot of fun and cool people. Just no kids or dogs. So Maybe do we, we think go as dogs? An alternate hypothesis is not that this is like the most fun party, and these people are yes. being excluded. an alternate hypothesis is it's the loneliest fortieth birthday ever. Oh, I love that. Do we think that 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 the person <laughs> alone by themselves who lives in that house just wants some friends for their fortieth <laughs> birthday? <laughs> Mm. Oh, oh! I love that. I mean, that. <laughs> Don't you well, feel you know guilty what? now, you know Ellie? <laughs> no, you know, I put, I put, a, as I often do, I'm putting a a positive spin on it because. Thank you. Good for him. There we for go. For reaching out. Yes. For being his own, for putting out his own lifeboat or whatever this, however that yeah, saying goes. The squeaky goes. wheel gets oiled. That's I mean, it. That's it. Also, That's it. This is Ellie. I, I really do like. Ellie always comes in. With uh, the biggest hatred for the idea, and then the super positive spin by the end. That's just it. That's how I approach. But I mean, listen, that is the circle of life. You got to come in with a hot hatred, and then and then and then we'll just let it sit for a minute. Live and learn. Let you learn. Uh, Ellie, maybe be the woman who emerged from a cave after 500 days at this party and only speaks Spanish to people. I'll tell you what. I will. I, to be honest, of of the characters named Grim Reaper, number one, uh, inarguably the best. Fun. But mostly you because you don't the the lift the lift is so light. Mm. It's yeah. you just are walking around and you don't have to. Talk. But you have yeah. to. I mean, it, it, do you do or do not have to dress as a Grim Reaper? Because if you were just you dressed do. as a normal person, <laughs> randomly pointing at people ominously, I'm also into that. Yes, <laughs> the point that is almost maybe scarier. Yeah, scarier. I mean, yeah. a guy in a mask doesn't, doesn't talk. Yes, yeah, someone who yeah. talks and just menacingly one by one points at people one at a time, and you don't know why. I mean, yeah. I would like to do that. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to wear a black cloak and carry a scythe. Scythe, scythe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scythe. I think. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I I'm not going to weigh in Sith. on that. It's like, I don't know. Scythe. <laughs> um, Michael, that's my husband, was walking down. Holly, um, Hollywood Boulevard once. Mm-hmm. The you know, by right by it's very nice area. It's um, by Hollywood and like um, Highland, like that area. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it was mm-hmm. Sunset. It doesn't matter. It was a mm-hmm. busy street, a hot day, and he was walking to Ralph's, the supermarket, 
And nice. an old man with a long beard looked right at him and went like this. And I, this is, you guys this is can't see me. perfect for an audio-only <laughs> format. <laughs> so Ellie is holding her fingers to her lips and shushing. I like lifted a... my index finger to my lips mm. and I said, shh. And it reminded me, it's reminding me of the Grim Reaper. What did that man know? The shusher is a great character for a party, too. Next time, it's animals, shusher. when it's you're so at great. a party, well, maybe you don't know people. Op- what, is, it, is it this shusher Saturday everybody. afternoon? They're open it's to talk because I'm there. It's the 15th, I think. Oh, yeah. Of May. All right, yeah. May. I'll look All into right. this deeper and get the link. Please. I think With- this is a paid acting gig, you know? Yeah. We should maybe go, Scott. This is after. If it's one hour, mm-hmm. it's worth it's it. It's one hour. God. We should be guys that ride a tandem bicycle around the party, the entire party. We don't talk to anybody. We just ride circles <laughs> on the outside of the party, just loops for one hour, and ding, then ding. wave and ride ding, away. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> every every couple minutes, ding yeah. ding. <laughs> Hetero life partners on a tandem bicycle. We have and the we bike. Just wave. <laughs> All right, All right. Let's, I'll, tease I'll us into, into a, a, a sweet break. commercial break. <clears throat> Phantom Cat Shaver is baffling towns with, quote, weird, quote, feline haircuts, quote, keep your cats indoors. This is an insane story. I think half our listeners just turned off the podcast. We'll find out when we come back on Bananas. Folks, we are back. Scotty, do you have any shout-outs before we get into our sweet, sweet guests? Four shout-outs that everybody four. can participate in if they want. Sarah Ewan in New Zealand said that she and her best mate Tom are kiwi bananas. Kiwi bananas make the best fruit salad, she says. Sarah wants to say, hey, Tom, and thank him for their friendship and love, especially over the past year, which was extremely difficult. We are the male-female version of Kurt and Scotty, complete with the crazy laughs. Can't wait to see us in New Zealand one day, Kurt. I would love to I do will. bananas in New Zealand more than almost anything. Uh, Bitter Say Say. Bitter Say Say wants to shout out our friend Leanne and her business, Hemlock and Hyde. What do we think Hemlock and Hyde makes, y'all? Poison in leather pants. Such a good guess. They make leather goods using locally sourced okay. leather and hardware that dramatically reduces waste and a huge and the huge carbon footprint that is normally required to make leather. If you live in Philadelphia. They're just outside Philly. If you need leather in your life, and who doesn't these days? Hemlock and Hyde. Thank you. And good I job, didn't know guys. they used hemlock to make pants. Uh, I don't know. Leather goods. Who knew? I don't know anything about Also, anything. what killed so- Socrates, guys? What killed Socrates? Hemlock? Yep. Mm. See, it's an educational podcast. <laughs> we get these a lot, and this is a good one. Taylor wants to shout out her new baby son, Henry. Henry is eight months old, and they listen to bananas while she breastfeeds at night to keep Taylor awake. And we actually get that a lot. I would say we've had over 20 people say, I listen to you when I'm breastfeeding at 3 a.m. We're happy to be there for you. Uh, Trevor, oh, she also wants to shout out the grandfather, Trevor. You don't meet too many Trevor grandfathers. That's an emerging Mm -mm. grandfather name. 
There will be a lot of grandfather <laughs> Bradens and Jadens one name, and that's very concerning yeah. for the world. Uh, Trevor is <laughs> not only a grandpa, <laughs> he is a banana, and he is a climate change scientist. Love you guys. Nice. We are day one murder bananas. But love that. And last but not least, and I put this one last, Matt Lowe. The great Matt Lowe wants to shout out his banana lover, Jolene. Jolene introduced Matt to bananas, and he's been binge listening ever since. Here's why I wanted to bring it up last. Okay. Because maybe you all think this is normal. Maybe you think this is wild. They've been dating since last May, but here's the best detail. Quote, we crazily met up at an Airbnb for our first date. We were both afraid of being murdered, but luckily we both went bananas for each other at first sight. First date what? at an Airbnb. That wow. like a big swing. It is a big swing. That's kind of amazing. I have done that once, but it's not a, not in an Airbnb. I definitely invited someone I knew online to go to a wedding with me. Wow. How'd it um, go? It was great. Also, some... my friend, I, <laughs> I, had, I had texted my friend. I was like, hey, is it okay if I bring a date to your wedding? And he's like, what is, is this serious? And I was like, um, are you allowed to ask me that? <laughs> I was, like, I was like, I kind of know. I don't know. It's going to be the first time we've hung out. He's like, uh, no. <laughs> and, and so that, and then, so she flew out to Vegas because we was in Vegas. So she just came for like the first night of like the rehearsal dinner. And we hung out then. That um, sounds pretty fun. Then, so yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to talk. You invited <laughs> someone that you'd never met in real life to a wedding and then yeah. didn't allow them to come to the wedding? <laughs> There it is. I said, no. I, that's what I pitched. I pitched to her. I was like, hey, listen, there's no extra seat, but I'll be in Vegas, and it's closer to where you live than where I live. Do you want to meet up in Vegas and hang out for a night? And she was like, I, I would like an excuse to go to Vegas, sure. And like, uh, I was like, you can stay in my room if you want, if it works out, or you can get your own room. You know, so it worked out. Um, it was a, a wild time. It was a different time. It was, it I don't know if I'm allowed to talk. In the middle of COVID, it was the dead center of COVID. It was twenty <laughs> July 2020. No, May March 2020. Oh my gosh! And they were but like, I love "How that you're... you know her? Like, is she gonna infect this? Is she gonna turn this into a super spreader event?" You're like, "I've never met her," <laughs> but she sneezes a lot. She has a. Few Fever, very hot woman. <laughs> I didn't realize that this was a crazy thing to do until I'm telling you guys. I know. And is it you saying it out loud or is it our reaction? It's both. It's yeah. definitely both. I don't yeah. think I've ever talked about it out loud. We're all like, because I'm I'm so shocked that the host, the groom was like, no, she can't come. But then you still brought her to the rehearsal dinner. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't like a dinner. It was just like a hangout. Got at a casino. it. Oh, I, I understand. Cool. That makes yeah, yeah, more yeah. sense. Right. And it's also safer. And so then the next day, an and then she like just, she, yeah, and she, she was, she left the next morning, but then at, at, the night before he was like, oh shit, man. He's like, we had people cancel. She totally could have um, come. And then I told oh. her and she's like, no, 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 that would be too weird. I don't want to go to a wedding of any people I don't know. Um, so she was like, totally cool. Like not going. That's good. Um, Very yeah, good. Again, unsure. <laughs> yeah, not sure what. And then I the last time we saw each other. <laughs> sounds like a perfect first date to me. That sounds incredible. Right? Yeah. Maybe she's Vegas first date. Yeah. 
Okie dokie. Well. Okay, so we're back here, of course, with Ellie Kemper and Scott Eckert. Uh, guys, you have a new podcast called Born to Love, mm-hmm. uh, and it comes out June 13th, where podcasts everywhere come out. Tell us about it. Yes. Oh, boy. Guys, it's a podcast where we have guests come on. Uh, mm-hmm. Kurt has been on. Scotty, we'd love to have you. We know Anytime. you're all busy. So whenever mm-hmm. you have any time or interest, Glad we have it. guests come on to talk about something anything in the world that they love. Is that right, Scott? Yeah, that's exactly right. So some people come and talk about hobbies. They talk about their hometown. They talk about uh, movies they love, TV shows they love. We just... Food. Food they love. Food. Mm. People people like Ooh. food. Food is always a sort of... Food. We're tempted oh, to talk about food. food. Yeah. I'm eating food all the time. I, I am it. obsessed. I have it every day. Every day. Hell Yes. I love it. If so I don't have food for a while, it puts me in a really bad mood. Uh, you don't want to see me. You know, if, if I don't have food for two weeks, oh, you don't even want to see me. <laughs> you don't even want to get a text message from me. No. I've, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Well, that yeah. sounds Scotty, got to do it. What would you do, yeah. Scotty? What would you love? Oh yeah, mm, yes. I, would, you do? I already did. I already wait, did wait, walking, don't know. So I've already I, taken I was hoping one of your I wanted joys. Scotty to guess what Kurt did. <laughs> Maybe I he would didn't have hear him. Surfing or hiking, because oh, Kurt and I are yeah. long walks guys. Now we're long walks guys. We just take long ass walks all the time. Yeah, yep. um, we we. I love it too. I'm. Mm. I'm also I love, in the uh, long walk. sitting down in the shower. Has anybody done that one yet? Ooh, love it. like like in Casino Royale. Yeah, um, James Bond sits mm-hmm. in the shower with Vesper Lind and sucks her fingers. I love that scene. <laughs> That's how much I love. Yeah, I I love. So California's tough because it never rains except for this year. Uh, and so you have to take those quick showers. You take those yeah. responsible showers. But when I was on the East Coast, whenever I had to think about an idea, whenever I was exhausted, whenever I was hungover, whatever, I'd be like, hot shower. And I would just sit there with my head down under it. And it was like paradise it was like it's the amazing. greatest meditation how long ever. would you do how long would you do do you think uh at my longest probably an hour wow See, that's an awful long shower that Free water is a in New York long City. time the Free water, water is City. plentiful mm, well let me ask you this out of water scotty no. when it comes to showers are you a face the shower head or back to the shower head kind of guy I'm a face the shower head guy. Are you Wait, when you're joking? sitting down in it? Are you when I'm sitting joking? down, I'm facing it. Sitting down facing it. I have it. feet standing. towards I, the drain. I never, what about standing? I'm going to be straight up. Standing, I didn't I think that there was a way to do that. I didn't think there was the either. The whole time. And I shave in the shower. Wait, hold on. You're sitting in the shower. Is your, fa- your face is up to, up to the... Um, to the droplets, to it's the spray, to the stream. It's raining down on me. It's raining down on me like the end of Shawshank. I'm just in there, just washing the blues of life away. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I face wanna... the shower for both. Oh, excuse me, face the shower head and the drain for both. Yep. I do want to just say that Ellie just, with her body language, showed how inconceivable it is to us. She 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 had in her body language was back to shower turning over your shoulder to put your face into the water. It's so as hard. to turning. It's so hard to imagine that someone would stand just with the shower shooting them shooting in the face. Shooting at you. I completely... It's in I your do- face or it's in your chest, Scotty? Chest? I'm 6'3". 
It hits me right in the chest. So, like, I'm not standing with my face in the shower, slowly drowning myself. <laughs> well, see, that's what I was imagining, and I'm and I'm not sure I'm the only one, yeah. because that's what I was imagining, Scotty. Um. Yeah. No, I faced it's, the which shower. Which was wait, Kurt? Were you too? Yeah. No, yeah. I'm always. I'm a back to the shower. Yeah, back, Scott, back I, to I, the Scott. shower is the way to do it. I mean, then if you want to be contemplative, it. I suppose you could face the shower head, and that's what you were talking about, Scotty. But like, you know, if, so, I'm, if I'm just cleaning my body, washing my hair, it's back to the shower for sure. I, when I when I suds up the front, I'm facing away. All other times, I'm facing. But as soon as I need to get those suds up, I turn around and I face that shower. Yeah, turn it right around. Then when I shave in the shower, I stand so the water's hitting me sort of shoulders down, and I shave and clean the razor in the stream of the shower that I'm facing. Yeah. Nice. Maybe I just I, I could. Maybe you're, maybe it. that's what we've just discovered. <laughs> I love it. You're a shower. You're a shower I'm, freak. I'm the true one percent. Um, <laughs> what story it did you pitch? Oh, shaving cat. Speaking of shaving, here it is. Oh, yeah, here it is. Segway. Thank you. Mm. Um, this was in People, um, written by mm, mm. Brenton Blanchet. Mm. Oh, Brenton mm. Blan, either Blanchet or Blanchet. I don't a know. Southern but- Butler from. Northern Louisiana just bringing you a tray of crawfish. Oh, Brenton. Best in the biz. Blanche. Best in the biz, Blanche. Uh, A phantom cat shaver is baffling Mm. towns with weird feline haircuts. Keep your cats indoors. Pet owners in England are on high alert because an unknown individual (laughs) is targeting and shaving cats in Kent and beyond. According to the Washington Post, the, quote, phantom cat shaver, a nickname created for the mysterious culprit by British media, has been linked to shaving incidents involving at least 80 pets. Animals have been found with patches of their fur randomly shaved off in the Kent area since last year per animals lost and found in Kent Limited. Uh, animal welfare charity created a map of where all these things were happening. As you can mm-hmm. see, in some areas, it's more dense than others. They mm-hmm. said on Facebook last month, there are roads where two or three blocks have happened to cats. I do update this map on a regular basis when a case has been confirmed. Please, if you can't keep cats indoors, and if you can't, be mindful of when they go out and come home. See if you can get some cheap CCTV set up around your home because without proper evidence of who is doing this, then I fear it will keep happening. Um, Make everybody in this ma- town wear a black turtleneck for one week, and you'll figure out who did it. <laughs> it's a simple solution. It's a simple solution. Everybody in town wears a black turtleneck for one week. I bet the cat shaving stop right away. <laughs> and so these are like it's a it's a very it's like a line shaved down the middle of their forehead or something <gasps> like that. Like that's what that's what's happening. Uncool. Um, we don't support not it. Not cool. We no. do not support this. But it it's is a bananas. crazy thing to do. It is bananas. Now, I know on our second episode, we uh, did a story where a man had turned his beloved cat into a drone and flew his cat around. Um, what? Was the cat alive? Well, after the, no, 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 after no, the no. cat died. The cat mm. died, and so he stuffed it causes. and put a drone inside of it and uh, flew it around. And uh, And simply because that was the funniest footage I've ever seen in my entire life and it still is. Right. We were laughing about it and people were very, very mad. Yeah. And so I would like to preface this story, of course, by saying we're not Mm. endorsing 
Never. anyone shaving cats. We love uh, animals. This is definitively a crime. Mm. But luckily, mm. no animal has been injured or there harmed. There we go. They just there have very funny haircuts. We're raising awareness so that this guy stops. Exactly. Halt, I don't sir. want him to continue making funny haircuts, but he has made 80 very funny haircuts on cats. <laughs> Against their will, and that is not okay. <laughs> when, and this uh, is in this is in England. Is this in? It's in Kent, which is I part mean, of part of England. I'm just imagining because that makes it's it England. funnier too. It's like a fu- portly oh. little man in a bowler with an accent oh, stealing. He's the cat top. thief. Yeah, oh, <laughs> Sweeney Todd. That's right. <laughs> and I'm sorry again. I know this is not a visual medium, but do we mm. have photos of the cats of the no. haircuts? Okay, but we know did not include any. No, People of course not. not of course not. Any. Keep that private. But then it's not. But it's not the thing I was asking. Or the reason I was asking is to confirm that it is not a full shave. It's just a little mark. Just now, like, what? It, yeah. I mean, like thrilled to hear that no cats it. were harmed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, confused as all else to yes. yeah. understand the motive, yep. the satisfaction, mm-hmm. and the devotion. And but, the devotion. And the devotion. It's a commitment. Yeah. And it, I don't know the population of Kent. I used to. At one point, I did, but you I've did lost track. Yeah, you never I, did. I, I, I never. I, I used to follow us. Kent used to bring very closely. You had to memorize populations of every town across England. Right? I was taught. I was. I was very well busy schooled. crunching numbers in my head all day. But I since have lost track, and it seems <laughs> smallish, only because I'm just England is smaller than. The U.S. Everything. I don't know. Yep. What do I compare it to? Kent is even smaller than England, so I'm imagining there aren't that many cats. Uh, what I mean is that 80 seems like it could be a good percentage of the total of cat the population. It's yeah. uh, Kent so, is a county in southeast England, go. so there here we, we go. go. It's a county, and yep. you'd be shocked to know that Kent has a population of 1.5 million people. Oh, hmm, that's a lot of probably a lot of cats. More, I mean. More so than eighty. Okay. Drop in the bucket. Okay. More than eighty. It, it yeah. is a lot of people. And it's yeah. and it's a that's going to be a lot of cats for. That's okay. What do, what what is the satisfaction derived by the cat shaver? Future Just, serial killer. Yeah, that's what people are saying in Training. the article. Training. Yes, it's like if you can do this, what else are you capable? I, of? I, I, I think it's a oh, guy. Who's go. trying to replace his pubes? Okay. There's, <laughs> I, who's to say? What? I He's mean, a hairless man. I don't know. Maybe okay. he had some, he fell some kind of accident. He's lost all his hair. He's lost his eyebrow hair, his hair on top, and his pubes. And you're, he's got no, they don't make pube wigs, guys. They don't make pube wigs. He's got yeah, a, Uncle see, Tabby. He's a problem solver. This British gentleman's a problem solver. <laughs> he doesn't want to shave all the hair. Off one cat because he knows how awful it is to be bald. All right. He himself has no hair. So he's just borrowing a little from those that can give it. And he's putting it where he needs it. That's what I think. There you go. I think that's a beautiful way. I think it's a beautiful way. And and Scotty, I want you to go right into another story because I'm already seeing the DMs (laughs) coming in to our our inbox about this story. I'll do another one. I'll do another story. How about this, Curdy B? Yes. 
Kyla sent this in. Thank you, Kyla. Very kind of you. This is a feel-good story from Sheena Goody. And she is Goody. She's the best in the biz. She writes for CBC.com. And this is not a spoof story. We've gotten hoaxed twice by CBC, (gasps) but this is a real one. We have. Yes. (laughs) The hardest I've ever laughed on the podcast. A fake story. Uh, It really was. We'll tell you about it. We'll tell you about uh, it. Alberta woman. So that is Canada. Alberta woman Mm -hmm. desperately trying to get rid of 133,000 chocolate bars. (laughs) Great start. That's a great headline. That's a really good headline. That's beyond clickbait. That's just a good read. Sheena Goody, CBC, Best in the Beeswax. A few years ago... You couldn't buy a rum and butter chocolate bar if you wanted to. Now, Crystal Westergaard has 133,000 of them, give or take a few. The Camrose Entrepreneur resurrected an old-fashioned candy in 2021, but thanks to pandemic production delays, she now has to get rid of several pallets worth (laughs) before they expire in June. So the clock is ticking on these 133,000 bars. She says she's ready to eat the cost and let somebody else eat the candy, but she'd rather not spend more money just to let them go to waste. Uh, Quote, I really hope that we are not making a date with the Calgary dump. End quote. Westergaard told As It Happens host Neil Coxall. They even make you pay the dump to take things now. So this is how it all got started. In 2018, Westergaard, who is a physiotherapist, made it her mission to resurrect a candy bar called a Cuban Lunch uh, because it was her elderly mother's favorite chocolate bar that had gone away. So Cuban Lunch. Don't worry, Kurt. Beautiful reason. Beautiful Uh, reason. Because when you're in Canada, what do you crave more than a delicious Cuban Cuban Lunch? lunch. (laughs) The Cuban Lunch came. uh, The the Sounds like a sex act. It's it's something, all right. Uh, It does sound like a sex act. Uh, a term Cuban lunch came into use before World War I during the Spanish-American War. A Cuban lunch was a soldier's ration of chocolate for the day, or chocolate, and the slang term held on as common use. So this candy bar is a rectangular chocolate with Spanish peanuts. Okay. Delicious. That's still delicious. Sounds very good. The venture was a huge success, the Cuban lunch, and ca- uh, Canadian candy nostalgia was oh, reborn. Sounds like it. Yeah, my husband was a really good sport about that. We went to something. Um, so I thought I should bring back his favorite childhood chocolate bar. So she brought it back for mom. That was a roaring success in Canada. She goes, "My husband's a great dude. I'm going to bring back his favorite." So in 2021, nobody liked his. <laughs> yes, she launched Rum and Butter, a non-alcoholic rum-flavored caramel-like confection. <laughs> Previously, a Cadbury chocolate bar that was popular in the 1980s, but has been out of production since 1996. If you just picture yourself, if you think of that wonderful rum sauce that you might have thrown over plum pudding when it was Christmas time, frankly, you could throw anything over that and be able to eat it. That's the rummy sauce, and that's in the middle of our chocolate bar. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny that she's stuck. So... Uh, because of pandemic-related delays and understaffing at the overseas production company she contracted to make the bars, the shipments arrived very sporadically and then all at once. The rum and butter sales are steady, she says, but they're not flying off the shelves the way the Cuban lunches did in 2018. Certainly not fast enough to bounce back. So also, Canadian bananas, if you like chocolate, go buy like 50 of these things. I bet you can get them for very, very cheap. 
Well, uh, I thought she was giving them away. She wants to. She's going to. She says they have a ticking clock because Canada doesn't have regulations requiring expiry dates on chocolate bars, but grocery stores do. So even though they'll probably be fine to eat after June, the best before date on packages means that nobody will take them after that. So when you blah, 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 blah. She says, since the story came out, plenty of folks have reached out with suggestions what to do with the bars. But most of these things we thought of months ago, and they just don't work. Oh, really? Because have they thought about the idea of a candy slide? And so you send these chocolate bars to every playground in Canada, and then kids get to take a slide down the slide with like a thousand chocolate bars at the same time. Yeah. Like a water slide, but with candy, Candy. and then all the kids get to Yeah. That was my first thought for sure. Mm -hmm. And and, and they thought of that and realized it doesn't work? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. Number one. Also, uh-oh, angry. Uh, but I just want to... Yeah, dive in, please. We like it. Well, I mean, they're help. They're, they're like in, willing to share their ideas about mm. what to do with these. And she's, yeah, you think we haven't thought of that? We thought of that months ago. It doesn't work. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Thankless. I mean, ingrate. When I was a kid, when I was in grade school, probably second or third grade, we had a slide, but it was a classic uh, like 1970s, 1980s style playground that was all metal over asphalt. Mm-hmm. So hot. metal swing sets that were like that hot, hard black plastic, metal slides, metal everything, jungle gyms. And this kid went down with his arm out and got it stuck. And then he was hanging by his arm. His name was Damon Boyd. He was in my class. And they like... He's screaming. I mean, this poor kid's hanging by his arm. It's like a second or third grader. And so they were like, all the kids back inside. So we all go back inside. And then we're all at the window, just like staring out the window in our little Catholic school uniforms. And the first person they bring out is the nurse. You know, why not? Somebody's got to come out. And then the fire department comes. And while they're there, they're all like trying to figure out every time they touch him, he's like in pain, this poor little guy. And then this uh, lunch lady uh, whose last name was Adams. I don't remember her first name. But she came out with a pot of soapy water and just climbed up the ladder all nonchalant, dumped it on his arm, and he slipped right out immediately. And then she just walked right back to the cafeteria. And everybody's like cheering <laughs> for the lunch lady for figuring out a solution because the fire oh. department's like thinking about cutting the slide in half or oh. like how do we lift this kid and get his arm unpinched. And there she was, just Miss Adams, just walking out with sudsy water like her whole life has been <laughs> leading up to this soapy moment. Oh, <laughs> that is such a triumph. Mm-hmm. And started off like I wasn't oh. sure what was going to happen to that kid. We're very. Positive I was. I was podcast. worried it was going to end in an amputation. That story. So was I. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. I know. Nope. And instead, no. it, it ended with an act of heroism. How often? Now you knew Lunch Lady Adams, of course, mm-hmm. Scotty. Yeah. How Love often it. do you think she remembers that? Is she remembering I, that on? I'm assuming she's still with us. Does she remember that on, like once a month? She's reminded of it, mm-hmm. or is it like every morning in the shower, facing facing the shower head, the water <laughs> pouring over her face? Mm. She's like, that was my that was my peak. I think if she ever was a contestant on Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy, the <laughs> host would say, "You once got a kid's arm unstuck from a slide That's in 1987." <laughs> And she'd be like, that's right. I used joy. And then she just spins the big wheel and guesses Jay. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a part of her personality. Uh, you know, from lunch lady to hero, I think it is, it will be the title of her memoir. Like, just yeah. put soap on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Just add soap. Yeah. So anyway, she tried to give them away, blah, blah, blah. She tried to give them to food banks. She She's in contact with organizations that run that. They're I'm sorry. They're saying a suggestion to feed it to farm animals. <laughs> Why would a food bank say no? Like, that, not. I, I, I'm all for this lady and sure. people getting free candy and stuff. But, like, if it's got to be really, the food has to be really, really rough for a, for a food bank to not I take agree. it. Right? Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not weighing in on that because I don't know enough we about. Don't know I don't enough know what the. Right. I don't know enough about it, and I'm. I just. You know. I don't know what the standards are. I don't know what the requirements and standards are. And wow. also, I. Ellie I, is really. But this changed is like a passive aggressive. But you're passive aggressively weighing in, right? You're weighing in on what? Saying on it's you a guys? good decision. The food bank's not giving out candy. That's that yeah. seems like the That's, subtext of what you're saying. That, well, what I'm saying is, I don't think anyone's doing anyone any favor by handing out junk food. Well, <laughs> I don't know what the homeless situation in I Canada see. is, but if the choice is between, I don't know, a rum candy bar or whatever it is, and nothing, it seems like the candy bar would be better than nothing. Am I wrong? Yes. Well, I just don't know. I don't know what... I don't know. I mean, if there maybe there are too many um, allergens possible allergens mm-hmm. in the in the in the rum candy bar <laughs> guys i am i i do you know why i think i'm so upset again <laughs> you just for the record you thought that that chocolate water slide <laughs> was Good a better, better idea, idea. Yeah, a great idea yeah, yeah. i agree yeah. Then because that's sink yes because i don't know why she am i gonna get in trouble for this why can't she throw it away <laughs> it pays money. She has to pay money to throw it away because yeah, the it's dump, so much. The man's money. The but dump will charge her to throw I these. She's going to sell a bunch of these. I bet she clears all these out. She has two months. She has. I bet she clears also, these out. It must be in that house now mm. a very funny thing of like, your taste is horrible. No one likes what you <laughs> right, like. Right, right, Everyone right. likes what I like and what my mom likes, and right. no one likes what you like. Right. So your opinion on what we should do with the drapes doesn't matter, because <laughs> you're going to be wrong, Ted. Yep. You're going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. We wish you luck, Crystal. Good luck getting rid of those. You know, that wonderful rum sauce that you might have thrown over plum pudding. <laughs> what, that's not connecting with Gen Z, Kurt? Interesting. Well, Scott and Ellie, thank you for being on Bananas, guys. Kurt and so Scotty, thank you. I, I had, I, I still want. I have more to. I'll, I'll write you guys about. My we'll have you thoughts back. On that. Have me back to talk more about it after the the candy bar situation plays out because I have more thoughts. I'm talking too much. Thank you guys. Thank no, you. No, not at all. Plug, plug away. Where plug where, away, where y'all. Can everyone find you guys. Scott, you talk because I just talked. Oh, no. Thanks for having us. Yeah, check out our podcast. I think that by the time you're listening to this, it should be available on wherever you listen Great. to podcasts. It's called Born to Love with Ellie Kemper and myself, and it's a lot of fun, so we hope that um, that some of you will check it out. Listen to it, Bananimals. Go rate, review it, give it five stars, show them some bananas love so they come right out of the gate with a shotgun blast. That's very gracious of you. Thanks, you guys, for saying that. You're welcome. <laughs> bananas. Bananas. Bananas is an Exactly Right Media production. Our producer and engineer is Katie Levine. 
The Catchy Bananas theme song was composed and performed by Kahan. Artwork for Bananas was designed by Travis Millard. And our benevolent overlords are the great Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. And Lisa Maggot is our full human, not a robot intern. Bananas! Bananimals, follow Bananas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, feel free to rate and review our little show. And of course, please visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Bananas merch.